I welcome you to Women's Power Hour podcast. This is our October P3 podcast and I am Regina Peters-Moore, your host. And today I'll be looking at the Holy Warrior Woman. I first of all want to appreciate you from whatever platform you are listening this from because the, this progress point today depicts the character of a growing power woman, the woman who is a fighter, the go-getter, the refuser of defeat, the sold-out woman, the firebrand riser, the world changer, the pace setter, the woman who has made God her priority and she is willing and malleable in the hands of the Lord. God can turn our hearts wherever he wills. This is the holy warrior woman. Hallelujah. I'll be right back after the short break with the rest of the Holy Warrior Woman. I welcome you back to Women's Power Hour podcast. This is the Holy Warrior Woman. I'm Regina Petersmore, your host. Now, let's look at Isaiah chapter 9 verse 5. It says, For every battle of the warrior is with confused noise, and garments rolled in blood. But this shall be with burning and fuel of fire. This is the only scripture in the Bible with the word warrior. And warrior here is depicting a battle. You know, a warrior is somebody that goes to fight. And there's no fight without noise. There's no battle without garments rolled in blood in those days. But this shall be with burning and fuel of fire. So it is fierce. It is, it is a place of fierceness where things happen. It's a place of fighting, a place of bloodbath. So this is the life of the holy warrior woman. She is a battle fighter. You know, there was a day my father and the Lord Bishop called, he said, we are bloody. <laughs> we are bloody. See, our eyes are red. You know, it's, it's time to tell us that we, we, we fight against the enemy. We, we are full of, we are bloody against darkness. We are bloody against the, 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 the fairy darts of the enemy. We go against them. We fight against them. We bring down their plants. So we are bloody. So this is the holy warrior woman. She is holy, not because she, her face is plain without makeup. She is holy not because her dress is long or her head is all wrapped up. Not because she is not wearing short sleeves or she goes to church every Sunday or marks attendance on P3s. She is called holy because she has put her trust in the shed blood of Jesus who has delivered her from the powers of darkness and has imputed in in her his righteousness because it is not of works holiness is not of works lest she should boast if we look at leviticus chapter 20 verse 26 he says and ye shall be holy unto me for i am the lord and i am holy and i severe you from other people that ye should be mine the holy warrior woman is holy she has been called out unto the lord she is sold out unto the lord she is the one that is separated she is called out for a purpose, separated unto a purpose. So the holy warrior woman is called out, separated for the use of God. She is called a warrior because she is a battle fighter, as I told you before. In 2 Samuel chapter 22, verse 35 says, He teacheth my hands to war, so that a bow of steel is broken by my hands. Hallelujah. 
warfare. She knows how to rise up in warfare for the Lord, for her issues, for the things that are going on around her. She knows how to go into battle. She does not allow the enemy to take leeway into life's issues. She is a go-getter. She does not sit and wait for manna. She goes in search of her miracles. She does not sit in self-pity, wanting everybody to feel sorry for her and do something for her. A holy warrior woman is not a woman of self-pity. Warriors don't sit uh, sad. They rise up above their issues. Uh, yes, they are going through things. Yes, they have problems, but they rise up above the problems. She understands how to use her battle weapons. You know, this is a warrior woman. She knows how to, to uh, implore the blood of Jesus, that blood that never loses its power. She knows how to use her authority against darkness. She knows how to implore the weapon of praise. And she knows how to add the weapon of fasting to win her battle. This is the holy warrior woman. Hallelujah. Now let's look at some holy warriors in the Bible. And I'm telling you, these are the people I want us to draw from, to learn from. And these characters, I want to trust God to embed in us so that we arise in our holy warrior status. And the first woman we want to look at is Esther. In Esther chapter 4, verse 4, it says, So Esther's maid and eunuchs came and told her, and the queen was deeply distressed. You know, they brought um, uh, news to her about um, some law that has been passed and that they want to destroy her people. And this law that has been passed is so strong, it has been sealed with the king's ring and only God can change it. You know, and the Bible tells me in verse 13, you know, when, when Esther had this news, Esther didn't sit down. Esther did something about it. Esther is not somebody who will sit down and look at the issue and just cry. No, 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 no. She's a holy warrior. You know, she rose up and did something. You know, the Bible says, And Mordecai told them to answer Esther, Do not think in your heart that you will escape in the king's palace any more than all the other Jews. For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance can come from somewhere else, but you and your father's house will perish. Yet who knows that God has called you unto the kingdom for such a time as this. Then Esther told them to reply Mordecai, Go gather all the Jews who are present in Shoshan, and fast for me, neither eat nor drink, nor day nor night. Me and my mates likewise we will fast, and I will go to the king, which is against the law. If I perish, I perish. Hallelujah. You know, Esther rose up, and she took up the character of a go-getter, and she approached the king when this problem came out. She didn't turn a blind eye. She didn't make deaf ears, you know, or she didn't make like the problem does not exist. She did something about them, and she went to God and first of all prayed. You know, she used the weapon of fasting. You know, she created a fast that have impact up to today. People use that fasting for battle to, to, to bring their issues before the Lord. And when you go into fasting, and the Esther fast, you 
carry the presence of God. Esther was carrying the presence of God. Esther was filled with the glory of God. And so when she went into the king's court, a place where she should have been killed, ah, the presence of God, the glory of God upon her life made man to give way for her. Ah, He gave her favor at the face of the king. Instead of they kill her, they stretch the, 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 the scepter in front of her to give her access to the king. I'm telling you the presence and the power of God in the life of the holy warrior woman will give you access in high places. Esther had access to the king and so she went to the king to bring her issues. You know she was carrying the, the, the presence and the power of God. She was not passive. She was willing to sacrifice. You know, Esther, she said, if I perish, I perish. Let me go in there and do something. Let me don't just sit. Let me don't just cry. Let me don't just worry. Let me don't just look at things and just, you know, they will solve themselves or it will take time, it will go. No, she rose up and do something. If you're a holy warrior woman, this is the character you need to draw from Esther to rise up and do something, you know. Let's look at another lady here, another holy warrior woman, and that's Hannah. You know, Hannah means favor and grace. In First Samuel chapter 1, in verse 1, it introduces Elkanah's family, and the Bible tells us about this family, and that, that this um, family was a lovely family, everything was going on, well, but there was, this guy had two wives, and one of the wives, that is Hannah, she didn't have a child, but Penina, the other um, wife, she had children, you know, and so when it's time to go to Shiloh, they will give Penina portions for to go and to give, but when it comes to Hannah, they gave Hannah one portion, because she, it was only her alone, she didn't have a child, and the Bible tells me that, uh, Anna had this mate, Penena, and Penena, she provoked Anna. She didn't just provoke Anna. The Bible says she provoked her soul. She was in bitterness of soul. I mean, she really taunt her. She really get at her. She really hit her emotionally. She really hit her and trouble her life. And Anna went with this trouble heart. Anna went with this kind of bitterness, you know, in her soul, and she came before the Lord to pray. You know, I don't know what you're going through right now. Maybe you are also in bitterness of soul. Some things have been troubling your life, like Penina that have been taunting Hannah. But I'm telling you, if you're a holy warrior woman, ah, this is the time that you should go into the temple, go to your own Shiloh. Rise up and do your own Shiloh. And rise up and weep so before the Lord. Anna wept so. But you know, the Bible tells me in verse 11 that when Anna went to pray, she made a vow to God. You know, when some issues meet you in life, some issues push you and you want to God to move, you want God to do something, you make a vow. Anna was not afraid to make a vow. Holy warriors can vow. Hallelujah. And you know, when she went to pray between verse 12 and verse 18, make sure you go and read First Samuel chapter 1 so that you gather all those bits. That her prayer time was misunderstood by the priest and 
the priest thought that she was drunk. She was not drunk. You know you can be misunderstood. Holy warriors are misunderstood. People don't understand you and your assignment. People don't understand the way you do things, the way you go about. So people don't understand you very well. And because they don't understand you, they can misunderstand you and misinterpret you because you are a holy warrior. And so Hannah, Hannah went through that. The priest didn't understand. The priest thought she was drunk. And you know, by the time she responds to the priest, as she's a woman of a sorrowful spirit, you know the priest got her message and the priest spoke a word over her life and told her that the Lord will grant her her petition. You know, you need a word of the Lord over your life. And I want to speak over you. That that thing that you are weeping so about, God is going to grant you your petition in Jesus' name. Now, Anna used the weapon of prayer for her adversary and believing God to change her story. She did not resign to faith or sit down there crying over Penina. She rose up to fight her battles at the place of prayer. And she didn't leave the enemy to have a foothold. She knows the power of prayer. Paying her vows. When she vowed, she brought back her vow. Because when 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 God ready for Anna, the Bible tells us in verse 19 of that same chapter that God remembered Hannah. Ha! After Shiloh, God remembered Hannah. Ah, God is going to remember you this season and is going to do that which he has promised. God remembered Hannah and she brought forth Samuel. And when Samuel was age old enough, he brought Samuel back to the temple because that was what she has promised. Holy warriors don't go back and don't do their vows. They go and do their vows. Oh, holy warriors don't turn their backs on their vows. We do our vows because that's what you have promised the Lord. So Anna did just that. Let's look at another holy warrior, and that is Mary. Mary, the mother of Jesus. Her Hebrew name was Miriam, and she was from the tribe of Judah, from the lineage of David. You know, she was the mother of Jesus. The Bible tells us in Matthew chapter 1, verse 18, it said, Now the birth of Jesus was on this wise. When, as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with a child of the Holy Ghost. Can you imagine? Those days, you don't have, you do, you can't, you can't have a child and you are not married. You know, and when you are espoused to somebody and they find you pregnant, it is serious wahala for you. And the Bible told us that Joseph wanted to put her aside quietly, don't want to make her a public disgrace. But you know, just like Anna was misunderstood, I know people misunderstood Mary. They didn't understand her. Why? Why? Where is this one? Where is pregnancy of the Holy Ghost? Why is this one coming from? You know, but she closed her ears to the words of people. Her holy warriors, you have to learn how to close your ears. You have to be delivered from people, delivered from people. She was a willing vessel. She allowed God to use her to bring forth the Savior. She was a risk taker. She, she was a promised believer. She believed on the promise of God. He said, let it be unto me as you have said. And we know the end of Mary's story. She brought forth Jesus, uh, the Savior of the world, uh, that today we can have salvation. Can you imagine if she, if she was she didn't believe the word of the angel. I don't know. God must have used somebody else. But because she stood there and allowed God, she was a holy warrior that time. She did what God wants to use her to do. Now, 
And I want to look at one more holy warrior, and that's Jochebed. Jochebed was a Hebrew woman. This woman is the mother of Moses. If you look at Exodus chapter 2, verse 1 through to verse 10, you will see the story of Moses. There was a family of the house of Levi, and there was this woman that conceived, and this woman is called Jochebed. And if you look at chapter 2 from verse 1 down to, to verse 10, we notice that there was a law that, uh, that the king has passed and that they were killing boys. They were killing <laughs> the male child of the Hebrew people because they were so much, they, they, the, the population was so big, and the, 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 the Egyptians want to cut them down. And so they began to kill the, 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 the Hebrew kids. But you know this woman, the Bible says she looked at the child and she saw that her child was a goodly child. She understand that this child has destiny. She understand that this child is not normal. It's not just a child. She's This child is extraordinary. This child has something that is going to do on this earth. This child has an assignment. And so she did not just get rid of a child or allow them to kill this child. She kept the child for three months. And after that, she followed some instructions. I know the Bible didn't tell me that God tell um, Jochebed to do so and so and make a basket and put the child in the river. No. But that is that wisdom that came into her to do that must have been from God. And so she took those instructions. She followed her heart and put the child in the in the bulrushes and take the child to the river. And I'm telling you, she went to put the child in the river on time. <laughs> on time for the king's daughter to see that child. On time for the child to have a rescue, on time for things to happen that will save that child. God will come on time for you in Jesus' name. She was willing to risk and she was full of wisdom. She followed the instructions of God. And we know what happened. Moses grew up in the palace and Moses became a mighty savior for God's people. Now, if we look at these women, they have some similarities that I want to draw your attention to. They have some things that they all carry inside. Esther was carrying the destiny of her nation. I'm telling you, you are carrying the destiny of nations. Holy warrior woman, you are carrying something. Hannah was carrying a mighty priest, Samuel. There is something mighty in the inside of you. Mary was carrying the Savior of the world. Jesus Christ. Her Mary was carrying that mighty Savior that came to deliver the whole world from sin and shame and hell. And God put this child inside this warrior woman. Now, Jochebed was carrying Moses. Moses was a mighty leader who was there to take God's people from captivity. I'm telling you, you are carrying something. You are a holy warrior woman. Holy warriors are not empty. You are no empty woman. Tell yourself you are no empty woman. You are carrying an assignment. You are carrying a destiny. You are carrying something that the world is waiting for. Arise in your holy warrior position. Hallelujah. Now these women, they know how to use their weapons for battle. Now if you look at Esther, she used the weapon of fasting. Anna used the weapon of prayer. And Mary 
used the weapon of her belief in the word of God. She believed what the word has said, the promise that God has made. Say, let it be unto me as you have said. And Jochebed used her faith to drop her child in the river, trusting in God to do something. So, you should know how to use your weapons. Which weapon you need to apply for your situation. The Lord will show you. The Lord will lead you. The only warriors listen to instruction. Jochebed listen and put the baby in bulrushes. Another thing that they carry, they all had a relationship with God. Esther called a faster. A woman who had a relationship with God will fast. She will call her. She will not wait. Holy warriors, they fast. And they do Esther faster. Holy warriors, they fast. Anna had a relationship with God. When she had an issue, she came to the temple to pray. Ah, Many people, they take their issues somewhere else. I don't know why you have taken your issues. Anna took her issues to the temple because she had a relationship with God. Mary had an angelic visitation because she had a relationship with God. Jochebed saw that Moses was a godly child. She understood holy warriors can see behind uh, she understand the assignment of this child. So she understood holy warriors understand. You know because Jochebed had a relationship with God. So today, uh, I want to call you uh, to for you to rise up uh, above the issues, uh, to rise up and become the holy warrior woman. Let's draw out all those characters that we have learned from all these women, learning to use our weapons, uh, learning to stay focused in our relationship with God and understanding what we carry. Maybe you don't know you are a holy warrior, but today I want to call upon you that you are a holy warrior woman and you have something inside you that the world is waiting. Now I want to pray with you this hour and begin to talk to God. Maybe there are things that are worrying you. There are things that are troubling you. They've misunderstood you like they misunderstand these people. They've done, people are talking up and down about you like they talked about Mary with her pregnancy and Penina talked about Hannah or her barrenness. There are so many things. Now you want to come before the Lord and bring all this issue. Maybe your issue you need to weep, weep sore like Hannah. Don't be afraid to cry. Cry, 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 cry. Cry and God will hear you. God will hear you. And God will speak a word over your life uh, that will bring that thing to pass. Uh, Just like another priest spoke a word uh, over her life. uh, And God brought Samuel to being. Now begin to pray and begin to come before the Lord. Father, we thank you. Thank you for all the people listening to this podcast. Had I raised every woman to the place of a holy warrior, that Lord, oh God, they will arise and stand in battle. They will arise and use their weapons. They will arise and be these great women you want them to be. Thank you, Father. Well, thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen.